Okay, hello, I'm Sawyer, and um, I guess this is my testimony. So, I was born um, in a Muslim home, so all of my family, as far as I know, are Muslim, and so even though, like, we didn't, I don't remember, like, actually really practicing it because I was much younger. I do know, like, one of the things that was always, like, expressed is that, no, we don't believe in Jesus and uh, the cross, and mostly they um, was about, you know, Jesus being God's son, like, that's just, like, forbidden to say, like, it's, it's probably the worst thing you could say, uh, it seemed like. Um, and so I, as a kid, I didn't really think about God or anything. I just knew what they would tell us. Mostly it was all just like, I don't know, like scary things really. Um, and being like forced to fast and forced to pray and I didn't really understand. But I do know when I was little that I didn't believe what they were telling me. I didn't know why I didn't believe it, but it was always, I just did it. Um, in fact, like I remember my mom like saying once, like it, it was very true, but she told me, I know you're not gonna be a Muslim when you grow up. And there was nothing I did, like I was seven. So I don't know why she said that. Well, I don't know why she said that. Um, but she's very, she was very right. Um, and so most of my life I just grew up kind of like shelter like the only people we lived in like an area where everybody was Muslim all we talked to was Muslim people like all I went to school with was Muslim people um, and so when I moved to Texas because I was in California then I started going to public school so I heard some things about Jesus, and I knew that some of my friends went to church. I knew sometimes my friends would invite me, but of course I, I, I couldn't go. Um, and when I was 17, I remember I, I still, I wasn't allowed to listen to the radio, but at night I would just like, listen to like stations on the radio and one of the stations I found was like, it was KSVJ. Yeah, 89.3. Um, and so I liked it because I, I just liked the tempo. I had no idea what those songs meant. Obviously I knew they were like talking about God and they were talking about Jesus, but I would just listen to them. I didn't know anything what they meant. And so that's, just what I did for months. I just listened to KSBJ like in secret. And then I started like looking online about like the Bible and I just, I couldn't find anything like, I didn't know what I was looking, I didn't really didn't know what I was looking at anyway. Um, but then I watched this and it might still be on Netflix, it's called Jesus Camp. Um, and it was just, like a documentary of kids like going to Jesus camp and they were, you know, praying and like just worshiping and like I had never seen anything like that before. Like it was just, it was crazy. I had never seen like, 
actual people worship God or and then I just I remember being like what is this like and then I can't remember clearly everything I do remember like sitting in my chair like in the computer room and I was just watching it and I just I, I can't explain but then like quick like soon after that like I was like like on my knees on the floor and I was just crying and like I could not hear audibly I, I'm not gonna say that I heard God say anything but I heard him say like I'm Jesus um, and I did die on the cross for your sins and like I just I like I lost it and I was like what in the like I can't explain it but I knew exactly who he was I understood that he was the son I understood like the father like I understood like there's not really like anything I can say but I understood like who he was and so I borrowed a Bible from my um, school library and every night I would read and the first book I read was Revelations and <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but the one particular thing that I could not get over I would just read it over and over and over and over when they were like saying holy 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 um, is the Lord God Almighty and I just like I could not stop reading it. I would like I couldn't wait to the night because obviously everyone was asleep, so I could just read that over and over and over again. And so, I just that was my time that I took, and I was just like basically I don't know. I wouldn't say I was living as to me. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just knew that I knew God now, and so I was just spend my time with him in the night and just wait. Then one day I came home from school and my mom had found, because uh, I would just write down any Bible verses I could find and then just have them in a notebook. But I think I, for some reason, I left it home that day. And I got home and my mom was waiting for me and she's like, what is this? And, you know, she was yelling and, you know, just, um, you know, threatening I would have to leave if I, you know, did this again. She took the notebook. Of course I did it again because she could not stop me. Uh, no matter what, like, I was just like, okay. And then of course, I, I still kept praying. I still kept everything. I still kept reading the Bible. And then so the second time she found it again. And um, like she like brought me in front of the whole, like all my brothers and she's like, do you really believe this? Like, you really believe Jesus is the Son of God? And, like, they were all yelling. And and I was going to say no, but then God just, like, don't, don't say no. Like, don't deny me. And I just, I, yes. And, like, they all just, yeah, it was, it was not good. They tried everything to get me to, like change my mind to stop me um just really painful stuff
and but I knew like God was real because like when they would do all that I would at night I would just stay up all night praying for them like no matter what they said to me or hit me or anything I it didn't matter and I would just have all like all the love in the world for them and I knew that was that was not me at all and so I went to go live with my brother and he found the same thing I had a bible and I came home and like all of my stuff was outside and I just remember looking at the ground and my bible's on the ground and I was like oh that's the reason um, and so he'd said the same thing like if you're gonna believe in Jesus like you can't be here and I was like okay and I just walked out of the house and just walking around I lived in a small town so it's not as scary as Houston as I would have been just walking around the city but um, and I it was crazy I was walking and I ran into somebody that I'd known like he was Muslim and it was so weird and he tried to get me to come with him he didn't even really know me I knew him when I was younger and I just like what popped into my head is that there were like be people along the way to try to distract you and I knew that's what that was like God made that clear that that was someone along the way to try to distract me because I don't know where else he would have came from but the next day I went to school and the school counselor she was a Christian and I just remember being like upset and she knew something was wrong so I went to go talk to her and I told her what happened and she's just like oh you're, you're coming to live with me uh, and I was like what in the world <laughs> like what is this um, and then that's how I started going to church regularly and uh, basically there was like so many people just along the way that God had actually prepared like it was crazy people would come up to me and say like you know what the Lord Jesus told me to tell you this or to give you this or to remind you of this or to encourage you in this and and so I lived like that for a while, and of course, things changed, and then I went to live with the family. And, but when I graduated, I moved to Houston, and I didn't really know what I was supposed to do. And so I ended up getting into a relationship I shouldn't have been in, because I didn't just really know what to do, and I didn't really have, like, that strong of the community around me but eventually the Lord just began to speak to me and tell me like to go to go and so again I started praying and I was like if you want me to go then you need to give me a way out and so the next day I ran into someone who was the way out and he invited me to uh, a children's ministry and they uh 
go all over Houston, like teaching, preaching the gospel to children um, in like Fifth Ward and Third Ward and the rough neighborhoods. And so he, invo- he invited me to volunteer and I went on a Saturday and I was like, that's where I knew I was going to be. Like everything that had happened, it was just clear that that's where God was going to place me. And so, um, again, I just I told my significant other, I just said, I'm leaving. And he was like, where? And I just said, oh, where the Lord's taking me. And so I just packed up my stuff and, and I... I just, I left. And so after that, I spent the years there, I mean, really doing what, I mean, God had prepared for me. Um, I was, I, I mean, drawn to him by children, and I believe that tied into what I did was to minister to children. Um, and to teach them the gospel. And through that time, I've, there are more things I could say that I've seen him do just in me and in, through other people. Um, and there's lots more stories to tell, but um, I think that's the main story of like, what Jesus can do for a person who's like has no way of knowing him like I had no way of actually knowing him and I in that time period because I wasn't able to go to church or anything like that and so I he came to me in, in my room Um, I would say, I have a horrible, I don't really track time, I would say like maybe three years ago. So I was there for like four years, four years. Um, so yeah. You also, uh, you want to talk about Oh yeah, to the Indian reservations. Um, these are about things that God's done in your life since. I mean, he's, he's, he brought you to him, and you've obviously served in children's ministry, and he's done other things in other And that's just one neat example that you feel like sharing. Oh, yeah. Um, I went to the Indian Reservations as part of the ministry that we're in. And so we went because the Indian Reservations were going under some uh, I mean, spiritual darkness. There were a lot of teenagers like committing suicide. Uh, because of the tall man that they said we didn't see him of course but he would come and convince the teenagers and so they were just asking for help they only had one person there on the reservation and he traveled by horse and he would take the children on horse rides and then tell them about Jesus and that's what he did he was all alone out there um, and so we kind of joined with him, and he kind of took us where we needed to go. Um, 
But one of the, there were so many things God did, but one of the just highlights of uh, the experiences we, you know, I ha- we have like Bible lessons that we share with the kids and it all ties, ties in together um, with all the, the stuff that we do. But one day I forgot my lesson and um, uh, my pastor there was like, don't worry about it. Um, just go preach the gospel. You forgot your lesson. Just go preach the gospel. And I just did. And then I was just, you know, sharing the story or whatever. And like this woman in a wheelchair, she came up and she didn't speak English. She only spoke just their native tongue. And um, she just started what I would assume that she was preaching because the only English word she was saying was Jesus. And they all understood her and like the kids, like they were crying and people, was, it was just a crazy outbreak. And, uh, and then she like got up out of her wheelchair and was preaching and like, I was just standing there like just watching all like, what 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 can happen when you just preach the gospel and to people who don't even they didn't know they've never really heard of him and that's just one of the wildest things i've seen um, god do even with children like we only see it like happening like with I guess like adult churches and stuff, but God does some of the same things even with children and they they understand it too. Um, so Hey guys, what's honor Sawyer for sharing this story? <laughs> and just praise God for what he's done. Uh, and I know everybody in here has No. <laughs> no. Yeah, now, somebody told me I would write a book once. I'm like, no way. Stop it. I'm not going to write a book. He was, I don't know. He was saying that the Lord told him I'm write a book. No, I'm not. I'm like, There's just no way. I don't even read. I listen to audiobooks. But anyway, um, after that time, like, my life changed drastically. Um, you know, as I, I came out of ministry um, and started working, and really the last one or two, I would say, years, I, like, I've been struggling a lot in my faith. Um, there was like a time when, like, before I would look at like all the issues of the world and I would have such hope 
but then like I just went through like this depression of where I just kind of lost hope in like all of what God could do in me and in the world and um, and so it was, it was like that for a while even up till recently um, and just struggling to pray struggling to believe even though I've seen so many things and I've experienced God in like really supernatural ways like I still struggled day to day um, and so kind of how I'm here is another part of it is um, after struggling like so hard alone like my friend Karen um, she randomly invited me here um, after actually again it tends to happen this way I pray and then the next day someone shows up I would think I would pray more um, but <laughs> still I don't learn that very well um, and I I was praying and I was just like uh, I miss like being in fellowship with God I miss like loving his word I you know I used to love the word of God like and I'm, I missed that. And so I just started praying and Karen invites me here and of course I wanted to say no. And, but I didn't. And I'm here and I know that another thing God, God's done, every time I've prayed for him to rescue me, um, he, he always has and it seems simple but to me it's, it's really not um, so that's another part of what God's doing and now like since since coming here and even after sh sharing last time it was really hard but after that like I feel I don't know how to explain it I just I'm coming out of like that spiritual darkness and I starting to understand and like spend time in God's presence again and um, st actually starting to remember the things he's done for a long time like all those memories were like repressed like I, I forgot all of them but like the more time I spend with him and trusting him, even like coming here, like I start to remember now. Um, so that's been nice. So. Would you describe the passion that you have as being innate, as a kind of feeling that you were born with, uh, maybe not specifically for Christ, but given that he came to you at seven years of age, do you feel that no, something that you've always had or that you had to learn? I uh, know, like, I, I, I was 17. 17. Um, no, I did not have any passion for anything. Uh, I don't always, like, obviously talk about it, but, like, not only did I, like, I grow up in, like, a Muslim home, like, it was very, like, 
traumatic and very abusive and very so I did not know what I liked I didn't know I was basically just existing um, and so everything that I am now I was not that way before at all um, and so just some of the things God said like I've never like felt true compassion for people I've never understood people I've never wondered about anything until like and it was kind of weird like it's so simple like I never wondered about nature something even as simple as that until I knew the Lord I never so it was like basically becoming I don't know human <laughs> I don't know how to explain it so even beside like the supernatural stuff like healing and like all that stuff and like powerful presence there's just like the simple things too necessarily use any point like happiness or what could happen like to them because I don't know what will happen uh, because like everything did not happen for me the way like people would mention oh like you'll suddenly become happy no my life actually became worse for a long time so I don't make any promises of anything that's going to happen other than I know that God will save their soul, like I know that He's present, I know that He's able. So that's all I, that's all I give. And like the cross, death, burial, resurrection, all that, because I don't know what's going to happen. How was it? Um. It's kind of effortless for me. It's, I don't know, I, I, not necessarily for me because it's for me. I just, I know fully that that is my ministry as children. And so there wasn't any doubt. And so I would only, I'm not trying to sound super spiritual or anything, but I would only do what God would tell me to do. I would only like think about how he would do those things and just I don't know follow him in that way and so like teaching the children and like being there for them and it was just it was effortless 